As you may have guessed from the title, the history of everything sex may not be suitable for all audiences. Please use discretion. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You want to do your welcome? I do. Welcome to the history of everything sex. I'm Melinda. And I'm Terry. My fellow host. Not hostesses. Hostess. (laughs) Today, we are talking about the history of sexual fetishes. Fetishes. Yes. All right. Cool. fun. So, when I started gathering information on the subject, I was really overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because there's a lot out there. There's several avenues that we could take on this subject. So, for today's episode, we're going to look into the origin of the idea of a fetish and some theories on why people develop them. We'll also learn about some historical people who had some unique fetishes, and a few folks whose objects of infatuation led to some legal trouble. Ooh, very cool. It's going to be fun. That sounds risque. Right. So the word fetish was coined by the Portuguese, of all people, in the 16th century, as explorers in West Africa used it to describe the worship of objects by people. The word fetish means spell or magical object. A fetish referred to a type of charm that was thought to have spiritual powers and that this power is what caused people to worship it. Okay. So, the term fetishism fetishism, was first used by Charles de Brassus in 1760. Okay. De Brassus was a French ethnologist. He's known for his work on primitive religion, among other things. Mm-hmm. He used the word fetishism to describe a universal worshiping of material objects such as trees or rocks or animals before the development of God-based religion. So is it kind of like um, they would take, it's like an obsession? I think it's more like they feel that that particular thing had, like in the beginning it was more they felt that this particular thing had some kind of power to it, so Mm. they would worship it, literally. Mm. So, historically, the word fetishism had a negative connotation to it. It was used to describe the ignorance of both primitive people and people of color. So, in 1988, Alfredo Benet wrote, the term, this is a quote, Okay, not me, this is a quote, (laughs) the term fetishism suits quite well this type of sexual perversion the adoration in these illnesses for inanimate objects such as nightcaps or high heels corresponds in every respect to the adoration of the savage or negro for fish bones or shiny pebbles that's weird yeah i don't don't like like that. that i don't either but so he's basically saying like you know initially a fetish was thought of like when a child sees something shiny, oh, that's shiny. Uh-huh. And so then they're like kind of fixated on it. Uh-huh. And so, you know, now as we go through, it's more as adults, we see something and it's like, oh, that's sexy. Okay. Something to that effect. Okay. So let's go over the definitions of the words now, like how okay. we think of these now. So a fetish is an inanimate object that can arouse sexual desire. This can include a part of the body other than the genitals objects, situations, or activities. And this can be visual or tactile or even a smell or a taste. Okay. Form fetish refers to obsessing over the look or shape of an object, whereas media fetish is used when it's the material or the texture of a fetish that the person finds erotic. Okay. Like silky Mm -hmm. pantyhose or, you know, something that feels that way. Yeah. So that's more of the media thing. And then fetishism is the term for having a fetish, obviously. Mm. So in contrast, fetishistic disorder is a form of sexual deviance, and it's a diagnosed mental disorder. With this, a person can only be aroused or achieve an orgasm in the presence of or while touching his or her fetish. This is a... Persistent, repetitive use of or dependence upon a non-genital object to achieve sexual gratification. Okay. 
So you depend on So it. it's a mental disorder if that's the only way you can do it. Correct. Okay. And then the DSM-5, um, the book that defines all mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so the in the DSM-5, one must meet three criteria to be diagnosed with a fetishistic disorder. Hmm. Number one, for more than six months, has recurrent, intense, sexually arousing fantasies, urges, or behaviors involving non-living things or highly specific focus on non-genital body parts. So it has to be for more than six months. Okay. Uh, Number two, these cause significant distress or social, occupational, or personal impairment of functioning. Okay. And number three, the fetish objects are not clothes used for cross-dressing or objects designed for genital stimulation like vibrators. Okay. So if you love your vibrator and you think about it all the time, that's normal. That's normal. That's not a fetish. Right. Because that's you're not using a fetishistic disorder. Because you're using it for the reason, for the purpose of what it's used for. Exactly. Or, yeah. That's, yeah. What that's what it's made but, for. But, so, <laughs> I did have a question. Okay. The definition of, is saying that these are inanimate objects, that it's always an object. Um... Yeah, an right. object or a non-genital body part. So, so it could be boobs. Okay. Uh, feet, obviously. obviously. I mean, that's the one that everybody thinks of. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Now, can I ask a question? Of course. And maybe you're going to answer this Probably. at some point. <laughs> can it be words? Can it be, I can only achieve orgasm or only enjoy sex if, we're having a discussion about something specific, dirty talk. I mean, I'm just like, I'm like. Um, I will say that that did not come up in my research. <gasps> wow. But, and I think there's probably a line that has to be drawn between just like, oh, what do you think is hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah, think yeah, is yeah, sexy? Yeah. Like, what really gets you uh-huh. going versus uh, there is this particular object that not everybody thinks is uh-huh. sexy. But right. for a person with that as their fetish, like that really, like right, really. That's when it it doesn't just say, "Oh, what do you think about this?" or "What do you think about that?" Right. But I think I saw a movie recently where a nine hundred line, like a oh, like a sex sex phone operator, yeah. um, someone called and then they're going through their you know what are you wearing and now i'm gonna do this and blah 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 and then he said tell me i tell me how ugly i am gotcha you know what i'm saying yeah and then she was like what and then tell me i suck tell me i'm I'm horrible to the point that he started crying wow and then that's when he got off got off that sounds more like a kink oh okay 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 so there's okay right so, fetishism disorder falls under the umbrella of paraphilias, which also includes voyeurism, exhibitionism, sadomasochism, pedophilia, and fraturism. And fraturism is accidentally, quote unquote, touching a stranger with the intent of sexual harassment. Oh, that's called what? Uh, fraturism. Fraturism? Fraturism. And when you say accidentally, you're saying it quote unquote. Right. Yeah, people so, get kicked out of concerts on a, that kind of stuff. There you go. Yeah. Or when you're, I always think of like if you're on a crowded bus and you just quote unquote accidentally touch somebody's butt or their boob, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, but really you did it on purpose because that's like that gets you. Right. Right. That gets you going. Mm-hmm. So those are all different kinds of paraphilias, and fetishism falls under that umbrella. Okay. The disorder is almost exclusively found in cis males. And can cause a person to feel that they do not have control of their life or intense shame. Hmm. It's literally an addiction. Those who seek psychological health care for the condition almost always do so for one of two reasons. Number one, it's causing problems in their relationship. Or number two, they've been court ordered to do so, mm-hmm. to seek help and get some treatment for their fetish because mm-hmm. it's causing criminal activity. Okay. 
So just to be clear, a fetish is something that causes or increases a person's sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. Most commonly, it would be rubber, leather, feet, and shoes. Fetishistic disorder is a psychological condition or mental illness where a person can only be sexual, sexually aroused or orgasm in the presence of a specific object or in a specific situation, and the person is so fixated on it that it causes problems. Say that word again, fetishistic? Fetishistic disorder. Fetishistic disorder. And when it said, like, in a specific situation, I was thinking, like, um, some, there might be someone whose fetish is, like, having sex in an alley. So, like, the only way they can get off is if they're having sex in an alley Mm. or out in public or in a car. So, like, when you said before, it has to be an object. It doesn't have to be an object. It could be more something like that. Okay. Fetishes tend to develop during puberty, and there still has not been a concrete reason established as to why some people have them and some don't, but there are theories. Mm -hmm. So, here's our history of theories. Okay. In the 1870s and 80s, Binet and Kraft Ebing theorized that fetishes resulted from associated experience or repeated co-occurrence of sexual arousal and an object. So if your first experiences with sex happened in a classroom, you may come to have a desk fetish or a chalkboard fetish. Oh, right. okay. Because you associate that with the good sex. Or and I guess that could go the other way around, too, if something was not pleasurable. Right. That if you went into that area that, again, like, I digress. I, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Though. Yeah. You could be like, I, I can't have sex in a classroom because right. I was diddled. In a yeah, classroom. something. Yeah. So, Freaky Freud. Oh, Freaky Freud. In the early 1900s, explained it this way. Mm-hmm. My goodness, this man. Little boys naturally assume that their moms have penises. Mm. When they first learn that their mom, that, that their mom does not have a penis, they have a sudden panic attack, assuming that she's been castrated and that he may be as well in the future. When he has this realization... Whatever his eyes land on becomes ingrained in his brain as a substitute for her never-existent penis, and he develops a fetish for that object. How did... Wait. You know what? (laughs) This is where we need to take it to the streets. (laughs) We need to... We need to ask people on the streets. When did you learn that your mom didn't have a penis? I think it's all supposedly subconscious and... You know, that they're so young when it happens that they don't remember. And now they're, like, 18, and they're, like, why do I get turned on by these SpaghettiOs? Yes. Exactly. Something like that? Yes. That's... But how would he figure that out? I have absolutely... Maybe he got in the shower with mom one day and was, like, hmm, where's your penis? Right. I mean, and you know all of a sudden, are. he's, like, you don't damn, have a penis? Oh damn, damn, I need a loofah in my life every day in my life. See? Lufa fetish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Freud, of course, also believed that shoe fetishes were the most common because it has both a male part, the heel, like the high heel, and a female part, which is the hole that your foot goes in. Really? So I just love that we females are just a hole. We're just that your whatever goes in. <laughs> so Freud's such a freak. Mm-hmm. Such a freak. Uh, in this, in the nineteen seventies, Bula. I'm going with that because that sounds fun. I I like it. Bula discussed how culture and society play a role in fetishes. Mm -hmm. He said there are sex-positive societies, which view sex as fun, and sex-negative ones that strictly believe in sex only for procreation. Mm -hmm. Sex-negative societies have virtually no reported cases of fetishism. Hmm. Because they probably don't enjoy sex. Right. So they're like, why would you focus? Well, they probably focus on something else. Like, I better think of something so that we can get uh, get this over with and make a baby. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, it's, I would say fetishes are only for fun people. How about that? Okay. That's my little, uh, <laughs> my theory. So, in 1994, we're getting, getting closer to now. All right. Ramachandran. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we're going with. Okay. Discovered that the part of the brain that processes sensory information from the feet is adjacent to that which processes genital sensory. Huh. 
So he believes that there's some crossing of signals leading to the association of feet with genital stimulation. It's also been theorized that children often have some early sexual awareness or feelings. And what's the most common thing in a child's line of sight? Feet. Feet and shoes. Right. I, I'm just picturing like the little toddler. Well, they discover, well, even as, as babies, they discover their feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? We focus on their feet too. I, we're always playing with baby's feet. The wires just might cross and there Somehow. might be some kind of eventually as we develop. Hmm. So. And it's not everybody, obviously, that exactly. has a foot fetish. Yeah. I but I feet. think it's a lot. Pe- a lot right. It's I, either love-hate. It's like a love-hate yeah. thing. Well, you know, I could give or take. I don't right. have a fetish, and they don't bother me either, but, no, yeah. Mm. But maybe it's because my feet look like Barney Rubbles, and, and to me they're just something that you stand on. <laughs> All right. Um, current theories um, about how fetishes develop usually incorporate sociocultural, biological, and cultural factors. What people associate with sexiness or find arousing may be influenced by movies, TV, fashion, etc., which makes perfect sense to me. Even even music. So over time, probably the most widely accepted fetish theory is that of conditioning. Much like the dogs in Pavlov's experiments, people are subject to behavioral imprinting. Okay. So... For example, as males masturbate a lot mm-hmm. in their pubescent time, uh-huh. it becomes routine, and objects nearby during this self-love time uh-huh. may become fetishes. Okay. So maybe you're always in the bathroom, and you always have the faucet running, mm-hmm. and then after that, every time you hear a faucet running, you come. Mm-hmm. What about, do you think, I've never heard this. But do you think that they have a thing for socks? Oh, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have I told you how I don't understand that? That you don't understand why I they, don't understand why they, they come socks? in socks or they wipe themselves off. Why, why socks is a thing? Oh, I think that's the perfect thing to use. Why? Because it catches it. But wait. <sighs> and it doesn't stick to you. Like if you use a Kleenex. Right. Messy. I understand it can't Kleenex. be anything. A towel is, is definitely the thing to use. But what about a paper towel? Uh, that sounds like you're just, if you come too much and you only have one paper towel. Yeah. I mean, socks are pretty absorbent. They are, but then why don't they make it into the laundry? I mean, why is it a thing? Why do people know this? Why do so many people know? You know what? About the socks. Maybe we'll do a hose episode on socks. Okay. We can come back. We'll circle back to that. I'm going to do a little bit of research to try to figure out. Look into Because it's not like they're... Uh, it's not like the you would masturbate with a sock, right? But are you? Uh, okay, you know what? Let's not do any spoilers, right? Let's, yeah, let's save the don't sock ruin thing. It, I'm Terry. sorry, but anyway, water faucet, socks, whatever. Boners. Sure. Go ahead. Fetish. Now that we know what fetishism is and some thoughts on how or why they develop, let's talk about some of the more unique fetishes. Mm-hmm. I have a little list. Macrophilia is... Is macrame. Close. Oh. (laughs) No, it's actually a fetish of giants. Well, that's not close. I know, but I'm trying (laughs) to make you feel better. Like being handled by a giant. Like... Macrophilia? No, macrophilia. Macrophilia. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Macrophilia. Yes. Means... You have a fetish for giants. You want them to pick you up and... You're in so much danger because they could just squish you. Because they could just squish you. Yep. Spectrophilia. Glasses. Nope. Ghosts. Ghosts. That was my second thing. You were close. Okay. Uh, Trichophilia. Is, uh, hold on, disease? Um, Nope. Long hair. Well, that doesn't. Yeah, I don't know why trichophilia means long hair. I'm thinking of trick. trick, You got trick? Nope, I got a bob. No, (laughs) right. I don't know. I get it. Kleptolegnia. Uh, stealing yeah. legs. Not. <laughs> you almost had it there. It's uh, being turned on by stealing. Oh, like then why did you say legulia? Because it's, uh, it's, I think it's because it's a 
like an action as opposed to a thing, so it's not a philia. Oh, philia uh, is a object that you're. Okay, okay. So okay. I don't know why. Spectrolite. I didn't make up the word. I okay. swear. <laughs> so, um, steal the act of stealing is your fetish. That's. I could see how that could be exciting. Right. But so there are people that it doesn't just excite them. They then want to have sex. They sexually excite them. Huh. All right. Okay. Let me say it. Try this. Okay. Catoptronophilia. Yep, I said it right. Uh, cat towers. Mm. Sex in front of mirrors. Oh. Or masturbating in front of mirrors. So you just want to see yourself the whole time. Okay. That you're doing that. I have the opposite of that. Like turn off the lights, no <laughs> mirrors, shut your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Abasiophilia. Uh, I definitely nope. don't have this one. This is a fetish for leg braces or orthopedic appliances. Like daddy with the fake leg. Get out of here. Yep. So if I have, have a little tennis elbow and I slip on my neoprene uh, little sleeve, yeah, your little brace someone thing. might get, a, get yes. a boner from that. They're like, oh, my God, why did you have to wear that? Today? Right. Yeah. What happened? Coprophilia. Uh, nope. Feces or watching someone poop. That's disgusting. Coprophagia. It's eating poop. No, no, yep. no. It's a thing. I don't want to yep. ever know about that again. So we'll move along. Okay. Hobophilia. Oh, homeless people. Exactly right. Oh. Can you imagine homeless people being your fetish? Like you see homeless people and you're like, I need to fuck right now. That's, I uh, mean... To each his own. To right? each their own. I mean, axolism. Uh, like to have sex while they listen to Guns N' Roses. Um, no, it's uh, that you your fetish is an armpit. <laughs> what? Okay. Yep. Climacophilia. Climaco. We're gonna we're gonna go with climacophilia. They like to watch the Weather Channel and have sex. Where? How'd you get that climaco? Oh, climate. Climate. Okay. No. They, um, their fetish is watching other people fall down steps. Fall down the steps? What? <laughs> you know what? I would think if I had that, I think I would go to, like, a mall or something, and I would, like, emergency stop the escalators. And, and watch, watch the people, people fall, fall down. down. Man. That would be. That well, would be. when I work uh, the stage door at the concert venue that I work at, mm-hmm. um we you trip people no people like you're watching people walk down the stairs to go to the bathroom all night long and eventually they're drunker and drunker and drunker and they stumble down the stairs it gives me the opposite well i want you to keep an eye out for that guy who just sits there and waits and and just watches Mm -hmm. people because he has climacophobia climacophobia he's hoping oh climacophilia yep You'll be like, I knew that little rat bastard was a climacophiliac. I, I knew it. Why is he always standing down there? Yeah. I thought he wanted to get backstage to meet the act. Nope. Egged. He's just getting boners from people being clumsy. Gerontophilia. Gerontophilia. Mm-hmm. Mm, nope. Old people. The elderly. Gerontophilia. Like Geriatric. Gerontology. Oh, yep. okay, and okay. Geriatrics, yep. Wow. Hmm. So these last, or not, yeah, these. What happens when you get the old? Next three. Then I hope you have that. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to have right, that right, right, eighty, right. But I, as you get older, do the people get older and no, that die. turn you on? <laughs> well, no. I mean, <laughs> maybe it turns into you know the fetish with dead people. The fetish with yeah. oh no, okay. So these next three are kind of related. So formicophilia, is, uh, countertops. I knew you were going to say formica. I knew it. No, <laughs> this is ants. Oh, ants crawling on you. Like on your genitals and such. Well, it's, I yeah. would not. You know what? That's a red flag. So the opposite of someone's going to keep crabs, probably. Yep. So they. Oh, this no. Entomophilia. Um, is, bugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bugs right. on or in your genitals or anus? No, not in. Or laying eggs inside? Don't lay eggs. <laughs> That's not where you're supposed to do it. I know this. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> That is nuts. No thanks. Melissophilia, which I had to put in there for my sister. For, yeah, I was going to say, they like everybody likes your sister. Your fetish is bees or wasps. Melissophilia. Melissophilia. Is a fetish of bees. A fetish of bees. Or, oh, wow. You know what? I could see if it was stinging you. Like some people like the sadomasochist. Right, thing. right, 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 right. The but pain, this the pain is, I think it's thing. just, I don't know what it is. There's about a them. bee. In I don't know if it's them 
their wings or them crawling on you or the buzzing sound. I don't know. It's huh. just a very general bees and wasps. Hmm. Interesting. Emetophilia. Sorry, we have to talk about this. Well, you look, you look disgusted. Yeah, so. it's um, emetophilia is a fetish of, with vomiting. Mm. It's also called rainbow showers. Mm. And you can be a vomit top or a vomit bottom. Okay. Like, you know, do you like to vomit or do you like to see others vomit? I knew that this existed. Mm-hmm. I did not know what it was called, but mm-hmm. it was Howard Stern, actually. Oh, Lord. I heard, I heard, I don't know if it was one time or more than one time that there was a guy that liked to be thrown up on and girls would come in and throw up on him. But Isn't I don't it? know if it was more than once or if it's just a something I can't get out of my head. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, why do we have to hear that? Right. But. Yeah. yeah. Now, this one I did find has a little bit of a theory behind it, which is that vomiting is a release, as is ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So it's the whole feeling of the release, I guess. Right. Is what's so. Well, sexy. here's the thing. You know, I'm throwing up feels good. As much as you don't want it, like the getting to the point that you need to throw up, not mm-hmm. doesn't feel so good. But throwing up, I understand yeah. the relief. In no way is it sexual. Correct. To me, anyways. But. Right. No, because I usually pee my pants, too. Right, 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 exactly. We need a shower after this and everything. Exactly. But, yeah, and if you got a really bad tummy, you might also shit. Oh, yeah. As you're throwing up. And there's probably something. No, cop a... Cop the... Cop the... Something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you you could get all your wishes. (laughs) Yeah. If you got a real bad tummy virus. I'm glad that I don't have that wish. Eproctophilia don't know a fetish of farts oh like farts turn you on they 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 make me laugh they don't turn me on i wonder if it's the smell the sound or both i bet it's a little bit of everything probably and then the last one i have for you are lunars so someone is a lunar or someone likes a lunar someone's a lunar someone's a lunar uh peeping tom no um uh, go ahead I thought you were going to go with the moon thing. Well, I was thinking some. I was thinking at night. That's uh, what I, I was thinking at night. Someone's creeping around. Completely different. Okay. Lunars are tar- turned on by latex balloons. Uh, that's funny. Right. And you might be a popper or a non-popper. So maybe they just m- like the this like balloon twisting, like people that do balloon animals. They probably they, like the yeah. sound of that. Oh, I'm sure they love that sound. And then if. They pop. So that would be a non-popper. Right. And then a popper is like the actual popping of a balloon, just immediate orgasm. Just, it just. Jeez. Wow. That could be dangerous in some certain. Right? Yeah. You well, not kid. dangerous, but embarrassing maybe. You're at a kid's birthday party? Mm-hmm. Shit. Right. It's coming all over the place. Right. Um, and I did say that's the last one, but kind of building on that, there's also the more general inflatify. Oh, so they like to blow up a balloon. Yeah. Well, no, anything that's a blow up. Anything that... Ah, that bouncy houses. Or right. The, that's true. Yeah. Or those great big sumo costumes that people wear. There you go. Ha. Ah. Ah. There you go. <laughs> so I found some references to a couple of historical figures with interesting fetishes. Okay. So remember Roman Emperor Nero? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he would dress in the skins of hunted wild animals. Mm-hmm. He would be let out of a cage. And he would run around assaulting the genitals of men and women who'd been tied to stakes and couldn't defend themselves. And once he got all worked up, he'd have his recently freed slave jack him off to finish. That, uh, that sounds interesting. Hmm. And it sounds kind of, I hope the people were consenting to that. Absolutely not. Probably not. No, not even a little bit. Then that's not fun. No, not at all. I don't like that, Nero. I don't like that. And it seems to me like a very odd thing for someone who wants to be all-powerful. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I'm the emperor. I'm in charge of everything. Watch me dress up in fur from dead animals. Well, because that's... run around like an animal. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's... But I guess if that's what your fetish is, then it's a good thing you're the emperor. Because you can can just do whatever you want. And nobody can say no. Yeah. Um, James Joyce who was the author of Ulysses, he was really turned on by farts. Okay. Mm -hmm. He wrote some very dirty, 
very graphic letters to his wife, Nora. Here's just a little sample. Oh, because it so went handy. on and on. But here's just a little sample. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm ready. You sure? Yep. Okay. Okay. You had an ass full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big fat fellows, long windy ones, quick little merry cracks, and a lot of tiny little naughty farties ending in a long gush from your hole. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, uh, he's talented. This from the man who wrote Ulysses. Right. Which is like, everybody knows that. Right, part. right. I mean, not that I've ever read it or anything. No, no I know what you mean, but it's heard like, of it. That's, that is. Oh, yeah. It's and belongs he, on the card. It goes on. He was he was a vulgar little. He was a vulgar man. Yeah, he, there's a lot there going on. Um, and then of course Hitler tends to. Come I up. knew you were gonna say yeah. Hitler was doing something. Hitler else. seems to come up a lot when it comes to sex yeah. stuff. Hitler, believe it or not, first of all, he had a tiny micro penis, and he had a fetish for poop. Okay. The early CIA sent a spy to learn everything about this maniac Uh and part of the report stated that hitler liked to have women stand over him and shit to Mm -hmm. arouse him he also insisted on having women kick the shit out of him no pun intended Uh as foreplay wow so they would kick the shit out of him mean meaning like literally they would just kick him really they would kick him not actually kick the shit out of him yeah and then they would shit and well that's different right Lastly, we have Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Silent film superstar. All right. Apparently, Charlie had a pie fetish. Oh. He would have auditioning actresses stripped naked, and then he'd disgustingly fondle them. Uh-huh. Once he was sufficiently turned on, he'd have them stand up in front of the wall, and he would hurl pies at them. Huh. All for sexiness. He just thought that that was... I'm going to fondle you, then I'm going to throw pies at you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a waste of... Waste of pies. Waste of pies. Especially back then. I mean, it wasn't like you just go get some... Go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store and grab some. Mama probably worked real hard on them pies. Yeah, right? They sat, they they cooled in in an open kitchen window on a spring day just to go, Charlie, your pie's ready. Oh, thanks, Mom. I have thanks, somebody Mom. auditioning yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know. I mean, but no. I'm sure that there are many more other famous people who have interesting secret fetishes. Mm-hmm. It would kind of be fun to just sit down and go, what do you think so-and-so's would be? And right. Like, really come up with something yeah. wild and crazy. Well, I would have never thought, if you had asked me what Charlie Chaplin's was, I would have never thought that. No. No. Now you know. So earlier we talked about how fetishistic disorder is an actual illness and mm-hmm. can cause serious problems and sometimes legal problems. So here are some real examples. And I want to interject this here that most, if not all, of these people be... So fetishistic disorder, like I said, it is a mental illness. Mm-hmm. They also had other, like, illnesses too. So... You know, you kind of want to go, oh, my God, what a perv. Like, that's so disgusting. Why don't they hang him? But you kind of also have to keep it in the back of your mind that they l- legit has, they need psychiatric help. Right, You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's easy to be like, think it's of It's easy to be it's, judgy, but it's also. Exactly. There's, they're just not Mental trying to. Mental illness is very sad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You probably know. Uh-huh. Serial killer Jerry Brudos. I've heard of him, but I don't know yes. about a, a fetish. He had a real serious shoe, foot, and underwear fetish. Okay. He said that his love for high heels started at age five. Huh. He ended up killing four women before he was caught, and he kept at least one victim's foot, plus shoes and underwear of the women that he murdered. In prison, he had a ton of women's shoe catalogs. Remember, did you watch Mind Hunter? Mm-hmm. And they go see him, and they take him a pair of shoes so that he'll talk to oh, them. Oh, yes. That's, that's why. Okay. That's yeah. why. Wow. Yeah. Three other foot fetishes that led to arrests. In 2014 in Los Angeles, 
a 19-year-old man who worked at a local roller rink. 19-year-old man sounds so weird, but yeah, it does I can't say boy. Right, 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 right. So a 19-year-old man who worked at a local roller rink was charged with child molestation after admitting to taking over 200 boys, one at a time, into a maintenance room where he had them take off their shoes and socks and either rub their feet on his face or his genitals. Hmm. The crimes had occurred between May and December of 2013. He ended up being convicted of just a misdemeanor and sentenced to three years probation, one year of counseling, and he had to register as a sex offender. That's not enough. Right. I hate that. There was some um, videotape evidence somehow. I don't know who was taping it. I'm sure Mm -hmm. it wasn't the little boys in 2013. But they said that in one you can hear the little boy says, Mister, why would you want, I'm paraphrasing, Mister, why would you want some little nine-year-old boy you don't even know to put his feet on your face? Right. And I'm like, you sick fuck. Yeah. That's so nasty. Uh, It was so gross. So, uh, just this year, in 2022, a college student in Singapore was sentenced to eight months in jail after choking a woman until she was unconscious in a parking garage so that he could smell her feet. Oh, my. See, I wasn't, I didn't. Hmm. You weren't expecting that. Nope, I wasn't. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's all. Uh, Not that's all, but. No, 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 right, 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 right. And a 35-year-old Florida man. No way. Yeah. John Caprio, which I thought was Caprio, so every time I Googled it, I would just get Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm like, I'm not looking for him. I don't care about him. Yeah. No, John Caprio. Okay. Was arrested several times between 2011 and 2013 for battery and exposure of sexual organs, he posed as a modeling agent looking for foot models. Mm. And then he would force the women to put their feet on his genitals. Like, Let me see your feet. I think I could make you a lot of money as a as a foot model. And they, oh, look at my foot. Ah, I put it on his genitals. Right, right. Jeez. All right. So then we'll get away from the feet thing. So then we have a 31-year-old man in Gilbert, Arizona, who by day, was a school crossing guard. Oh, no. So nice. Yeah. But he moonlighted as a disabled man. Oh, yeah. man. It was discovered that he'd been pretending to have Down syndrome in order to have female caregivers bathe him and change his diapers. Oh, my God. The caregivers described him as very childlike, throwing temper tantrums and talking like a child. And he first, first he would pretend to be Amy, the mother of an adult son with Down syndrome who needs care. Okay. There were four different caregivers over several months, and he was eventually charged with fraudulent schemes and sex abuse. Jeez. Yeah. That's terrible. So he would, while they were bathing, apparently he would say, I don't, I'm sure he didn't use the word genitals, but he would say what my privates or whatever aren't clean enough. Mm-hmm. And, and then he would like, quote, unquote, make them clean him again, or mm-hmm. he would clean him himself or whatever. And so the last caregiver um, kind of caught on, this isn't right. Whatever. Right, right, right. So she became a super spy and followed him one day to his parents' house, uh-huh. and then later knocked on the door, and his mom was like, he doesn't have Down syndrome, what are you talking about? And the, so they were able to arrest him, and they found out that she wasn't the first one. And What year was this? Uh, twenty. Yep. That wasn't very long ago, right? I mean, I don't, I don't have a year. I thought it was recently. Though. It was, I want to say, twenty eighteen, maybe. That's completely nuts. I, I can't even. Oh, right. Oh, so in a really sad situation in twenty twenty one, a dad in Colorado killed his thirteen year old son after the boy found pictures of his dad in lingerie and diapers. And there's a really good episode of Red Handed on this story. Um, yeah. And it's so sad. Yeah. Like, so he killed the son. Right. Because okay. he didn't want the son to tell people that he had found these pictures of his dad in diapers. And I think there was, like, some poop play, too. I don't think <sighs> it was just in a diaper. I think it, it was even more But gross your kid has that. to die. Right. You know? Yeah. Just so nobody will know you like diapers. Right. Whatever. There's a whole internet community uh-huh. for every kind of fetish that you have. So you so have you, to know so you're not you the only one. So you need me to wipe your hard drive, is what you're saying. <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. In 1993, Ronald Dotson, a man with a mannequin fetish, 
mm. was arrested for stealing three mannequins dressed in lingerie after smashing a f- storefront window. Over the following 14 years, uh. he was arrested seven more times mm-hmm. for the same thing. And at age 39 in 2007, he was sentenced to 18 months to 30 years. 18 months to 30 years. It's a pretty big window. That is. For breaking and entering and for habitual criminal offenses. Okay. Only a week before that arrest, he'd been let out of prison on parole. Hmm. So he was out one week. Couldn't st- stop And then did it again. Did right. Did it again. Jeez. So, yep. Oh. Hometown hero. Woo-hoo-hoo. In 2002 in Hamilton, Ohio, mm-hmm. right around the corner. Edwin Tuberta was arrested for having sex with an inflatable pumpkin, which was part of a Halloween display. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Years later, in 2011, he was arrested again, this time for stealing his neighbor's pink inflatable pool float slash raft, like one of those rafts you lay on, which he took into an alley to rape. He raped. Okay. Uh, He was caught, and the float was returned to the neighbor. No, thanks. Who kept it? What? Two years later, Edwin stole the same float. Uh-huh. And this time, he had sex with it right out in the open in front of kids. This guy, he needs some help. Right, right, right there in front yeah, of that's, Jesus. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's no, not good. He really did have some issues. Yeah. So at that point, he was sentenced to 11 months in jail. Wait a minute. He was released in May of 2014, and one month later, he was naked. Down on Route 4, again having relations with a pink floating raft. I don't know if it's the same one, right? but similar. Here's the thing. At 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what was his name? Edwin. 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 Listen. Why don't you just buy some pool floats? Right. Keep them at your house. Do it in your backyard. Do in your, your backyard, your basement, your bedroom, or anything. Correct. Might have been part of the fetish. Oh, this could be s- stealing. swiping them from. It could be the doing it in public where you could get caught. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, he was stark naked on Route Four, which is a busy road. Yeah. Even right. at eight o'clock in the morning, when people are going, especially at eight o'clock in the morning, you know. And yeah. so somebody driving by. Do you remember hearing about that on the news or anything? I don't. Yeah. I don't. Hmm. No. That's that's nuts. Right. Um, in his mugshot, he's wearing a T-shirt that says, "I'm out of my mind. Please leave a message." Now that's funny, though. Yeah, his okay. family said he was not well mentally, and he passed away in June on June 23rd of 2015 at age 36. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I couldn't find out how or why. Yeah, so I just left it alone. Yeah, but, well, Edwin. But yeah, so now you know pool mm-hmm. floats fetish. That's a fetish. So I have one from across the pond that I couldn't keep to myself. In Cornwall, in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. a man named David Truscott mm-hmm. had a fetish for cow manure. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just any old cow manure. Specifically, the cow patties at one particular farm, which he first would steal. Like, he would go in, mm-hmm. he would take some, and he'd run away. But then he switched to not stealing them. Instead, he would roll around naked and perform sex acts in the poop. So do you think that when he was little, he went to this farm, and that's when he found out his mom didn't have a penis? And now that's why he likes it. Could be. Hmm. Yeah. Freud would say that. I think he would. Mm-hmm. He would be like, Eureka. Yeah. This is an easy one. Cow manure. Bam. Yes. Was this child not here when he was right. two right. with his mom and mm-hmm. her skirt flew up and he saw no penis? He's like, no penis. Here we go. Yep. Wow. Mystery. And so he would roll around naked in the cow manure. Mm-hmm. And do sexual do stuff. things to himself. Okay. Mystery solved, huh? So he did this for eight years. Hmm. He was arrested in 2005, okay. 2009, and 2011. For doing the same yes. thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. The farm owners were so damn over it that they finally put up barriers and started cleaning up the cow shit mm-hmm. in hopes of keeping Dave off their property. However, this pissed 
him off. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. So he set fire to the place oh, in 2013. Lord. For this, he was sentenced to 10 years. The first five years of that sentence would be served in a psych hospital where mm-hmm. he would hopefully receive some good treatment. Right. So, yeah, maybe they would talk to him about why his mom doesn't have a penis. Right. And say, listen. <sighs> Just kind of get him, get him straight on that. Right. So to round off our collection of fetish-linked crimes, Mm -hmm. I have another case from the UK. Okay. The year is 2015. All right. 53-year-old Ralph Bishop was caught with his pants down Mm -hmm. doing some nasty things to a tractor. Tractor. Once arrested, he admitted that he had had sex with at least 450 tractors. When searched... His laptop was found to have over 5,000 images of tractors, mostly green, mostly John Deere. Uh huh. He was released, but he was put on a sex offender's registry and banned from going within a mile of any farms. So he probably, man, he'd go to like state fairs, mm. Uh, mm. anything like that. Mm. He's just a very, hmm. Into the tractors. He's totally into the farmersonly.com. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Right. Why didn't tractorsonly.com? Tractorsonly.com. He thinks it's tractor He does think it's tractor. I know. He does. Probably what that song was about. Yeah. Probably. Um, So I read that in one of the like, um, um, like, like a research paper that I was reading about Mm -hmm. fetishes, and I'm like, wow, it's a hoax. What? That this, there was never no man with some tractors. Oh, it was a joke? Yeah. But, oh. But you wouldn't know it unless you found, like, on, you know, you Google something and you have to, like, go to page five uh-huh. to finally find somebody who says, that didn't happen. Uh-huh. And then the more you read it, you're like, oh, well, yeah, I guess, because it's supposedly the cops said things that cops would never say, like, yeah. Keep all your tractors in the barn at night and whatever. Oh, right, and you're right, like, right. okay, whatever. But but the first time I read it, it was legit in a research paper. So I think whoever wrote that paper thought it was legit. Thought too. it was legit. Yeah. Huh. And there was even like follow up stories to it huh. about like once he was released from prison that he couldn't stay away from the tractors and he got arrested again and yada mm-hmm. yada yada. And so I was like, Well, why wouldn't you believe it? It could right. happen. I mean, that's not the weirdest thing you said right. today. But the guy... I would hope that so many or more of them were, were false and that was true. Exactly. Right. Huh. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Poor tractor. Right. So there is a true documentary called Forbidden on the Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. I did not see it, but apparently there is. Mm-hmm. And it's about a man who has a bicycle fetish. He owns more than 30, okay. of which eight have names and one called... Aunt Anne sleeps in bed with him at night. Huh. See, hmm, that's weird. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Aunt, why? Yeah, I don't like any part of that. I mean, at least he's keeping it in his home. So I wonder if when he was masturbating as a teenager, if he did it in the garage where the bikes were kept. Maybe. Do you think he liked Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh, I bet he loved it. Yeah. Bicycles built for two. Probably blow his mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a documentary if you want to see it. Because, uh-huh. like I said, when I finally found something that said, hey, you know that story about the guy with the 450 tractors? It's not true. That was written by a very, uh, like a psychiatrist, psychologist, sexologist guy mm-hmm. um, who had lots of degrees. And he truly studies people who have fetishes with like automobiles and bicycles and motorized blah 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so when he first read it he was like how did i never hear of this this is what i live for Mm -hmm. and i guess it didn't take him very much um looking into it to find out that it was not true it was just kind of a hoaxy wow those those englanders urban legend yeah kind of thing yeah. That's not. I did have somebody ask me for pictures of my feet once. Mm. It was on MySpace. Mm. And 
this guy just was like, hey. And then he said, will you send me some pictures of your feet? And I said, I don't think you want pictures of my feet. Because I, like I said, Barney Rubble feet. Mm -hmm. I don't have pretty feet. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, no, I I really do. And then I didn't answer him. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to hate on anybody for having a foot fetish. But that's the only well, I've always said, you do you as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Exactly. So, I mean, 200 boys, even if it's quote unquote, it was just their feet, it's still. It doesn't matter. Right. It's, they're, it's gonna they're, they're going to traumatize. Right. And now every time they think about going skating. Mm. Yeah. That's not very that's nice. Not a good thing. Yeah. So. Sorry we had to end on a. On a down On a down note. But let's see. What can we say that's wonderful about fetish? Fetishes, um, fetishes are fun. Fetishes are fun. Fetishes can be okay. Fetish for me, fetish for you, fetish, fetish for everyone. Right. As long as yeah. it's not hurting yourself or somebody else. Correct. Even if it's if it's if it's a pain kind of thing, mm-hmm. I guess you you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear about like autoerotic asphyxiation and things exactly. like that. Now that's a, that's got to be a fetish, right? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. Um, or is it a kink? I think it's a fetish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's... Uh, it's a kinky fetish. It's a, ki- it's a kinky fetish. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I learned a lot about fetishes. Fetishi. Fetishi today. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad that we don't have fetishistic disorder. I'm. We wouldn't be able to do these um, lovely podcast episodes. Because right, because we wouldldn't be, be able to work. Exactly. And wouldn't be able to continue our day. Too busy hunting down our object of our fetishism uh-huh. and that would not be good right so well so that's our history for today that's all about fetishes that's all i know about fetishes that's me too uh-huh. at this point Anything thanks for the lesson <laughs> nope that's it all right see you all have later. a good one later